What is up and welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football Lovers Podcast. I am your host, Jared Gordon. And today I'm going to be going over a auction draft league that I just went through. And it's uh, very interesting to say the least. So what happened is uh, I'll give you a breakdown of, of what the league is exactly. It is a 14-team team uh, super flex auction league, which was very confusing. It, it has uh, two running backs, two wide receivers, one regular flex, and then of course the super flex. And I, I was just baffled. I was mind blown by the fact that the quarterback position was not valued at all in this league. When I mean not at all, I mean there. I'm gonna go through people's teams, and you're gonna be like, "What was everyone thinking?" Like you, so I already went in thinking it's 14 teams. So if I were to get, you know, if I wanted at least two starting quarterbacks every week, I would need to have the one. I'd be one of the four teams with three. But that. I'll just I'll explain to you right now. So my lineup of how I drafted with the, throughout the auction was I ended up with Philip Rivers, Teddy Bridgewater, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Tua Togovaloa, and Justin Herbert. I ended up with all six of those guys. Yeah, and. Let me go through every other team that, you know, quite frankly, you know, made huge mistakes at the quarterback position. We have one guy who only has Drew Brees and Alex Smith as quarterbacks. We got Dwayne Haskins and Nick Foles on another team. Jimmy Garoppolo, Tyrod Taylor, and Mitch Trubisky is on one. We have a guy that has Ben Roethlisberger and Marcus Mariota as his only quarterbacks. You know, and a lot of these guys, they have a, they have like two for sure starters, and then one like random Joe Schmo, or it's like they got one starter and then that's it. So even on their bye week, that quarterback position, they're they literally they're gonna take a fat zero in that, which I I didn't get at all. So, I straight up, right after the draft, uh, I went into the little group chat that we have, and I said, look, for all you that fucked up in this draft, I I don't have any sympathy for you, and all the quarterbacks that I have, if you want one of them, you're going to have to pay a premium, because I don't give a shit that you guys messed up this bad, and I went all in, and I... I think I'm a goddamn genius because in this super or in this uh, auction league, it's also a, I forgot to mention, it's a keeper league. And we're able to keep three players, two veterans, one rookie, uh, mandatory. But I'm going to keep two rookies, and it's going to be Tua and Justin Herbert. And I got them for dirt cheap. 
and I want to say I got Tua for I think it was like six bucks, and Justin Herbert was about the same. So I get two bona fide, like, in my opinion, future superstars. So I could just carry on my roster in the Superflex League for years and years to come. Hey guys, sorry for the interruption, but I just have to let you know about Thrive Fantasy. It's a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. And you only have to choose half of the players given to you for the lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. The riskier the pick, the more points you get. Rack up the points to win a share of the prize pool. Also, use promo code FFLOVERS, no space, when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant match on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the app or Play Store or simply by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and hashtag prop up today. And I, I don't think I did too bad with all the other positions as well. You know, it was it was hard to gauge where everyone was valuing things. And people were pretty much valuing it as a standard league. And running backs were going super high. So I, I was able to get Austin Eckler and David Johnson as kind of like my workhorse backs. And my flyers, I went with Antonio Gibson and Anthony McFarland. So I, I'm only – I'm going to probably be uh, – looking to trade one or two of my quarterbacks so I can fill in another running back so I, I can feel a little bit more comfortable just in case uh, McFarland doesn't pan out, which, I mean, I think he will, but it, it might take a little while into the season to actually get that. And now my wide receivers, I was able to somehow get Robert Woods, Allen Robinson, Deshaun Jackson, Curtis Samuel, and Darius Slayton. And uh, with with all those guys I'm talking about, I was able to get them for, except for uh, Robert Woods and Allen Robinson, I got them for very, very cheap. I don't have the pricing up here because we transferred it all to Sleeper and we drafted on uh, ESPN so that once Sleeper uh, gets the keeper league setup and the auction drafts uh setup which they said it's next year then it's gonna we're gonna start transferring over that but so i got them for all dirt cheap except for those two uh premium guys and i feel like i don't even have to trade any of my quarterbacks which is what i said also i'll say i said i can ride these guys on my bench like i really don't care i don't care like you guys you guys fucked up i was i was on my fault and uh I'm not going to be willing to actually give them up for like, I've had people try to offer me, who was it? Like just Tyler Lockett uh, straight up for him. Actually not even straight up. They, he wanted something in return, but I think now he's offering just straight up. And I, I honestly don't think that's enough. I, I want more. Uh, Big Ben was already traded to the guy that had Marcus Mariota. He literally started off with just Marcus Mariota to start that off. But so he got Big Ben 
in a trade that he also got Jordan Howard with. Like, so he got Big Ben and Jordan Howard, and all he had to give up was, where was it? He gave up Mike Evans in return. I'm not willing to do that, honestly. Like, I don't value Mike Evans that much. Uh, I I think that he is not going to be the top 10 talent that he normally is. Dude, just mainly due to situation. But to, for me, in this super flex league where everyone was an idiot, except for, like, maybe three people, three other people, you, I'm... I'm just – I can't give up any of these quarterbacks for nothing more than either, like, an RB2, such as, like, you know, you got that tier of, like, uh, uh, Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, those those type of players. You know, they, they have, like – they're at that echelon. And I, I was trying to get, you know, like, David Montgomery. I was like, I'll do David Montgomery. Like, I'm cool with that. And he said, nope. You know, he's not willing to pay that price. And I was like, you know what? You know, I'm thinking in my head, like, you guys are – you guys are going to come to find out like either right before the season starts or throughout the season that that third or fourth quarterback you're going to really want because in super flex leagues, there, it is a huge advantage to be able to play two quarterbacks every single week, let alone if injuries happen, you know, you could be like, Oh, I'm going to pick up the guy off the waiver wire. If he gets injured, like who's to say that you're going to end up with him? Like if it were, me and all these other dudes that are, you know, struggling with quarterbacks as well, they're going to go to try to pick them up just to be a dick, and that's what I would probably do. Like, I don't care. I'll ride another quarterback on my bench. So for for people to just automatically assume that they're safe with injuries based off the waiver wire and they're safe off of they have two starters per se, I, I think it's hilarious. And I think it's awesome that I was able to take advantage of this situation. You know, and I, it was really strange going through this draft. Like, I, I think I had about $20 left over in the auction draft, which just doesn't make any sense. Normally, you want to be completely zeroed out at the end of the day. But I thought in my head, all right, this is a super flex league. Quarterbacks are going to be super expensive because people are going to be bidding ridiculously high on them in this. I was completely wrong, and I should have felt the room. I should have, you know, decided to go all in on running backs and, and played it played into their little system that they had going on. But, yeah, mind blown by this league. And, and I just wanted to give, you know, a couple pointers on things that I did in this draft in order for me to get some of the value that I did and have some people actually overpay for some players. So throughout the auction draft, I decided a good strategy to go with is the players in the early rounds. Exactly. Because the, the way it works is it's, it's kind of like a, not a snake draft of, uh, brain fart like you know you just keep going in order like a normal normal draft like if you're in the NFL draft like it just goes 1 to 14 and then goes back 1 to 14 uh, and 
when your name comes up, you're able to nominate a player. And that player then gets bidded on. So what I did every time in the early rounds, I nominated, nominated a player I hated and I did not want on my team. Reason being is so that I can get him off the board already and I can get people to spend some of their auction money and have them be forced after that to decide on whether to bid on other players I actually like. So in the earlier rounds, I was throwing up Cortland Sutton. I was throwing up, you know, players like uh, James Conner and A.J. Green. You know, I, I hate these guys. I would never want them on my team. But I would nominate them. You know, if I got them for a dollar, cool. I got them for a dollar and I'll just trade them. None of them obviously went for a dollar. Everyone overspent for them. And sometimes whenever, if there was a player that I I, I liked and I, I noticed that uh, people were going really crazy on him. And I, I knew I wasn't going to spend like crazy much premium on a certain player. I would throw in an extra bid really fast after everyone was bidding to make them think, oh, everyone, like people really want this guy. So other people are going to try to take him away. And that caused, you know, some of these players' prices to be inflated, which helped me out in getting a. Uh, players I wanted also and I I almost forced them to be inflated because I really wanted them such as like you know Alan Robinson and Austin Eckler and and actually I I overspent on David Johnson technically but in the circumstance that I was in David Johnson was the last workhorse back that was available players after him I want to say were like uh like Jonathan Taylor who, who I mean, I, I like, but uh, guys like Kareem Hunt, Mark Ingram, uh, Rain Mostert, you know, these guys are okay, but this is not that, you know, you know, I was aiming for those, those, those uh, 250 plus touches throughout the season. And I wasn't going to be able to get that with any of those other guys. So I just went all in. I think I spent like 35 bucks on him, which was a lot for, for that point of the draft. But so just, again, some tips and pointers, especially in any Superflex league that you go into, I highly recommend drafting multiple quarterbacks that you, you might not even need. Like, I don't, I don't need all these quarterbacks. It's stupid. Everyone was like, oh, Lovers is drafting another quarterback. This guy's stacked on quarterbacks. Why is he doing this? This guy's an idiot. And it's like... Nah, man, y'all idiots. Y'all figure this out later on into the season or before the season starts. That you fucked up. Big time. And I can give two shits about it. Because I'm looking at it, you know, I'm going to be able to roll with, you know, most of the time, Phillip Rivers and Teddy Bridgewater, who I believe were like sleepers in my opinion. You know, Teddy Bridgewater is going to have a shit ton of volume. Phillip Rivers is now behind a way better offensive line, allowing him more time, way more than he's ever had it on the Chargers. If I wanted to just, you know, roll the dice on, like, specifically a bye week, like Phillip Rivers comes up early at 7, I'd be able to use Derek Carr unless I trade him. But I'm looking to trade Kirk Cousins first. And that gives me time, that much time, 
for Tua and Justin Herbert to start this year. And even if they don't start, even if they don't start, I'm still set on quarterbacks. Set. I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about bye weeks. I don't have to worry about like, oh, if he gets injured, what am I going to do? Uh, am I going to be able to pick him up, the backup off the waivers? No, I don't I don't give a shit. Like, I mean, obviously I'm going to put in a waiver bid for the, the backup just for fucking shits and giggles to have. But I, I don't have to stress if I don't get him. You know, some of these guys that, you know, we have we have a guy that he has Matt Ryan and, and Josh Allen as his two starters. Backups, Jarrett Stidham. That's it. Then we have another one is Gardner Minshew and Baker Mayfield as the starters. Backups, none. Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill are the starters. Backups, Jameis Winston. Now this guy, so he went balls out. <laughs> For quarterbacks, uh, for the most part, he spent most of his money on Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. He's got all out of the quarterback position just for those two. However, his backup, Taysom Hill. So, you know, you got to think on both of these guys' bye weeks, you know, you're just, his depth is ridiculously terrible. His top two wide receivers are Calvin Ridley and Terry McLaurin. His third guy after that, he's got to pick between Miko Hardman, Josh Gordon, Antonio Brown, who are both not even signed to a team, and Robbie Anderson. Running backs are Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Raheem Mostert, Justin Jackson, and A.J. Dillon. He has ridiculously terrible death by spending so much at the quarterback position. And, you know, I think... I was I did the smarter decision in doing more of the value plays at the quarterback position, you know, knowing that the the variances between, you know, the the top 12 and, you know, the top 24 technically, you know, 1 to 12 and 12 to 24, there's not much of a difference unless you're like picking from like the top 5. Other than that, you know, everyone roughly gets around, you know, that that 15 point mark ish. So uh, why not just get a crap ton of them, you know, and you're, you're going to be set. You're not going to have to worry about, you know, oh, is this guy going to be, you know, in, in a better matchup? And honestly, I could just pick matchups. Like if I were uh, rolling with Derek Carr, you know, to go up against like the the Panthers in week one, you know, I can I can do that. If I felt uncomfortable with, you know, either Teddy Bridgewater or Phillip Rivers, but I don't because Rivers is going up against Jacksonville. Boo-boo. Boo-boo-ass team. Teddy Bridgewater going to get up against the Raiders. Terrible in the secondary. So, I feel like in this league, and I recommend it for for everyone that goes into Superflex and or auctions such as this, that you want to get value and you want to be able to use it as leverage for later on into the season. So, like, my teams, they always, at the beginning of the season, always, quote-unquote, you know, projected to be, like, one of the worst. However, you know, Sleeper app, ESPN Fantasy app, 
they don't understand what I'm doing necessarily. As in, I'm getting the trade value. I am looking for the the ways to sustain success. You know, I'm going up against, you know, if we look at my first matchup, you know, in this league, you know, the guy has Tom Brady and Drew Locke as the quarterbacks starting. Then he has Zeke, Nick Chubb, Tyler Boyd, Mike Evans, Hayden Hurst, and Jarvis Landry, which are solid. I love his wide receiver core, except for, like, you know, Mike Evans is okay. Uh, I mean, not okay as in, like, the player, but okay as in the value that he got him. That was the guy that traded for him. And his his running backs are, are solid. But when you look at his running back depth, he's got Keyshawn Vaughn, Tony Pollard. That's it, period. The, the, the list ended right there. And his backup quarterback now is, because he's traded away Big Ben, is now Ryan Fitzpatrick, who might not even finish the whole season. And by the time his bye weeks come up, you know, his quarterbacks are SOL. So, sure, yeah, I might lose. I might lose week one or week two. Or both. But once the season starts progressing, injuries start happening, COVID starts hitting, that's going to be a major one also. And we have these players also being able to sit out. I have such a leverage at the quarterback position, which is the most important in Superflex. Once I'm reiterating it again, I'm going to be able to trade these guys for a pretty penny, okay? Very pretty penny. And, and I again, I don't care what my league mates think or, like, I, I already told them. I was like, I, I don't care if you guys think I'm being a dick and I'm overpricing these guys, but I'm not, in my opinion, I, I'm not. The quarterback position is so valuable in these leagues. As in, you know, let's say my wide receiver, you know, Allen Robinson, you know, he's projected 15 points. He he is more likely to not reach that than a quarterback is. A quarterback is more than likely able to reach 15 points over Allen Robinson reaching 15 points. And I get two of them. Every single week, two. That means my floor is like a solid 30 points every single week starting off, let alone all the other guys. Like I have Austin Eckler and David Johnson for most weeks. And, uh, you know, if if everything pans out correctly, you know, Antonio Gibson, Anthony McFarland, you know, I see James Conner dying this year. And uh, Antonio Gibson, regardless if guys gets injured, he's going to have a role in this offense. He is going to be used more than likely as a slot guy or kind of like a gadget, uh, sort of like a, like how LaVisca Chanel is going to be, how Cordero Patterson was used, except he's going to be used also more in a rushing uh, factor and used more deployed out of the backfield more than any of those guys. So 
he has standalone value as not just a running back, but he's able to be deployed in the running back position, which is nice. And I, I think my depth at wide receiver allowing me to have Curtis Samuel and Darius Slayton and uh, Deshaun Jackson, you know, those three wide receivers, they have a decent enough floor, but a very high ceiling on all of them, which allows me to have these nice safe floor plays in Robert Woods and Allen Robinson. So in conclusion, guys, I think that my league makes for the most part are dumb as shit and fucked up drastically. But, you know, if any of them listen to this, hope you do. Uh, hit me up for a fucking trade and uh, let me know what's up. But if if you guys ever do a super flex again, be sure to target the quarterbacks. Be sure to go for value. Go for great depth. Especially in a 14-team league. Like, who would have guessed that I would have had that that solid core? Eckler, Johnson, Woods, and Robinson in a 14-team league. Not just auction. Like, if this was a redraft 14-team league, like, that would have been tough to, to be able to get. So, be sure to use all these guys as a leverage throughout the season. You know, because nobody's roster stays the same throughout the season. So. By enabling yourself to to have pieces that can be tossed around, it, it it's nice, and I, I recommend doing it. Even though you look, quote unquote, you look like you're you're the idiot in all of this, but just take a deeper thought into it and do some more analysis. And I'm guaranteeing you guys, if if you guys truly trust what I'm doing and what I'm saying. Trust the process. Hashtag 76ers. Trust it, and you are going to reap the rewards, reap the benefits. And uh, that that's all I have for you guys today. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, give my little spiel on uh, this little league that was crazy and whack that – didn't make any sense to me at the time. And also this was my first ever auction draft. I had never done one before. So this was all new to me, but I think I did pretty well. Let me know what you guys think and uh, be sure to follow me at uh, fantasy football lovers on Instagram. Also, I have uh, started on YouTube also at fantasy football lovers. Uh, be sure to watch this. If, if you'd rather uh, see my beautiful face and uh Catch y'all later.